People were like, hey, Zoom. Hey, Zoom. You can't go having people recording things and not informing me with a robotic voice. Right? That's the first. We've done Zoom meetings now for easily um, a year plus. And uh, we've never had a, we've never had the, this meeting is being recorded. How often do you think we're going to have a show where this meeting is being recorded is, is part of our media, part of our show? Oh, I, I probably it, every time. Here's what I want to know. That should just be your intro. I think, <laughs> I think, I think you've got the right idea and you've captured the essence and spirit. I want to know if it even caught it, you know, like if it even recorded the sound. I if not, so. I'm going to go get it. You, yeah. I'm going to go get it. Add it and post it. Go, go get it. Yes. <laughs> I heard, I heard a voice that's not one of our we voices. Is we, we do. We have somebody Steady, here. We have a guest today. Yes, he's hiding behind the trees. What? Yes, <laughs> literally. <laughs> literally. No, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the Biofriendly Podcast, Spencer Plum. Spencer is the Conservation Finance Man- Pro- Finance Program Manager of the National Forest Foundation. So, did that? Was that the correct title? It's much you nailed longer. it. Yeah, okay, all of all of those words in there. Yeah, because <laughs> we often mispronounce everything. Everything. Yeah, especially yes. names. We, yes. I'm surprised we didn't call you. Spencer Plume. Spencer Plume. <laughs> yeah. It's it is Spencer Plum. I'm I'm guessing. That's right. Yep, Spencer Plum. And um, yeah, with the National Forest Foundation. Um, and uh, you know, just um, just to kind of kick things off, should I do an intro? Of sure. Yeah, we we'd love it. Yes. Knock okay. it out of the park. Yeah. 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 So National Forest Foundation is the nonprofit partner for the mm-hmm. U.S. Forest Service. So. Um, we provide additional support to them for, for projects that they're trying to get done. And our main mission is to connect the public to um, their public lands. And so get them out on the public lands, enjoying those uh, great forests that provide so much great benefit to us in carbon storage, recreation, um, wood fiber, all the different things. So we really want to help people find their national forests and then also contribute to them if they're so inclined. So that's, that's what we're here to do. And we do that in lots of different ways that I'm excited to talk about with y'all. That's yes. fantastic. And we, we talk about that on this show and also on our, our, uh, on our, our e-magazine biofriendly planet all the time. Uh, the, the importance of like, okay, so we've got, you've got these outdoors. We've, we've got these, you know, we, we have these forests, we have these, you know, and I, you're not, all the national parks, but there's there's deserts, there's oceans, there's there's beaches, yeah. there's whatever, there's there's all this stuff. The great outdoors. You've got to, you've got to get into it. But that's the like the number one step we found. But so, so many of our guests that are you know that have made a great life in environmentalism. So many of them they they, they talk about how they, their start was they just loved nature. They just loved mm-hmm. being out in it, loved being part of it. So it, it's so great to have you on. And and uh, you know they have, I mean the National Forest Foundation. That's 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 key. I mean right, getting people actually. It's one thing to say yes, we're we're keeping these forests safe, we're keeping them protected. But it's it's a whole other thing to go. And by the way, that these are your forests. Get in yeah. them. Like go go get in there. Yeah, and we we proudly uh, have National Forest Foundation stickers on our water bottles. So we rock those proudly. I have to say, I, honestly, the the sticker game that you guys have going on at the National Forest Foundation is is tops cuz yeah. it's like it's a it's a it's more it's like a patch almost. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's I kind of think of it as like the the playing cards of National Forest. It right? really like, is. You got to get all of them. Collect you got to collect them all. Them. Yeah. yeah. And you know, you got to catch up, but yeah. um but hopefully you're doing all the activities represented on the stickers. You know, oh. they have the guy hiking and the guy of course. And, and the woman 
you yeah. know, hunting. And so, uh, you know, we I'm, want we want everybody doing all those things on the stickers. I won't rest until I look like a scout. And I have an entire like military yeah. display of all my collected stickers. And then people will, you know, they'll be like, whoa, when I come in rooms and public places, I'll be like, he caught them all. Yeah. He yeah. caught them all. You're, you're the Pokemon master. Yeah, of I'm the, the Pokemon of the National Forest Foundation. Forest Foundation. <laughs> That's it. Spencer, what part of the country are we talking to you in right now? I'm in Missoula, Montana. Missoula, um, Montana. Well, that doesn't stink. Yeah, oh, that's beautiful. Gosh. Yeah, wow. I love, I love I, Montana. I grew up in Bozeman, so, and this is the rival college town for Bozeman, so. Is it? Um, yeah, so there might be some hard feelings, but I don't really care. <laughs> it's, it's all beautiful. I've, I've been gone long enough to appreciate that. Yeah. Please do not place. toilet paper Spencer's house. Do not just do it, guys, yeah. just because he's from Bozeman. School. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Well, dude, so you're, you're from there, and this is where the National Forest Foundation headquarters are? That's right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They decided that um, rather than being in D.C., uh, that Missoula is a, a much nicer place to be more connected to those forests. That yes. We're, that we're supporting. Yes. So, That's yeah. important. Right. If you're going to work for the trees, you've got to be near the trees. You, <laughs> you got to consult be with a, them occasionally. Yeah. So. You got to consult. You got to go talk yeah. to them. Well, yeah. what led you? Give us a little bit of a background as to, you know, how you got into um, your, your, your fields of study, just kind of your environment, environmental journey that led you to the National Forest Foundation. Yeah, I mean, certainly growing up in Bozeman was a part of it, um, you know, having access to the outdoors. Um, and then, you know, we, we relied on the forest. Uh, I remember um, going every fall to collect firewood, and that was how we kept our homes warm, yeah. um, you know, in Bozeman. And so I think, you know, that's the start of it. But then, um, you, you know, you, you go through college and you get, I got a lot of different, exposed to a lot of different ideas and and you know, the environmental angle uh, resonated, but, you know, I think I've, uh, my education has sort of brought me full circle in, in that, like, you know, I kind of went through that, that um, maybe more left-leaning environmental sure. uh, circuit and, and have kind of come out the other side to say, you know, we really need to, to recognize that we, we live in this environment, we interact with it, we're going to use it for certain things, um, but we also, you know, there are certain ways that we can protect it and so, you know, I kind of was like, you know, maybe on that anti-logging train for a while. And now sure. I'm back to like, okay, there are certain instances where logging is really important. That industry is important for the economy um, and, you know, important for forest health as well. And so um, kind of finding that vein and settling into that work with National Forest Foundation just feels like a really good fit. Um, and I, I have a background in uh, environmental management and natural resource management. And so I've, I've been really like, let's say human centric in, in sort of my environmental environmental journey and thinking about how do we, how do we use these resources, make the best of them and make sure that they have the, you know, the conditions um, uh, that they need to, to thrive as well, because at the end of the day, that's what helps us thrive. That's yeah. so important. It, it, that's, I mean, that's the way to do it, right? You, you go out you go out and you live, right? Yeah. <laughs> you, you start thinking one thing and then you experience and then you change and go, okay, well, there's this. And then as you're experiencing more, you go, oh, well, but some of this was okay. And then you put it together and you kind of grow. It's, it's, it's wonderful. And I, you, you said something that I'd love you to, to expand on a little bit. And that's the, the, um, the, the importance in a forest of sometimes 
clearing out some of the some of the trees is key to the survival of the forest. Would you mind, since we've got since we've got a yeah, forest expert here, would we you do. mind expanding on we that? Do. That would be really great. That's one of my favorite topics. So, great. Um, not like we seeded that at all. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. So for you know, I think of that in this in this broad bucket of forest restoration. Um, and you know, there's, I'll go into maybe the first, the causes that I see of that, and then sure. what we're doing to address that, especially on national forest system lands. So, um, you know, for a long time, we, we kind of saw forests just as a place to grow timber. And we, we took a lot of that timber off the landscape and, you know, that was good for trying to get the West sort of up and, and settled the way that it sort of looks now. Um, but you know, after that, there was, we also recognized that there were all these fires coming through mm-hmm. and that was a detriment to timber, but it was also a detriment to those ecosystems. So when the Forest Service first started, they were, they were all about putting out fires as soon as there was smoke. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. They had a rule about, I think it's the 10 a.m. rule. So if, there, if they saw smoke, that, that fire had to be out by 10 a.m. the next day. Wow. And um, and so you know they were they were really militant about getting those fires out. But I think what you know what we didn't realize at the time um, was that a lot of those fires were good for those ecosystems. So mm-hmm. a lot of the trees that are out in those forests are adapted to fire. They need that disturbance in order to uh, reduce the number of trees on an acre. And you know instead of having a thousand trees an acre, you would have three or 400, but those that are there are really healthy trees. Hmm. So, you know, by suppressing all that fire, it allows a lot more trees to grow up in the, in the second um, growth of that forest. And so, you know, now we have these forests that are often overstocked is, is kind of how we talk about it, right. where there's a lot more trees per acre than we would like to see. And now that that's the case, when we do have fires, they're really hard to stop because there's so much fuel on that right. landscape. And so now when the fire comes through, rather than staying on the ground and being sort of uh, low intensity, it gets up into the canopy of the forest and it, it really burns through and can, you know, can decimate a whole forest. It burns at a hotter temperature. It can even kill the seed bank, which is really important for bringing those forests back after they burn. And wow. so if, if they burn at really hot temps, that's, you know, that's why uh, those fires are so destructive um, for, for the forest, for the watershed, for the people that live in and around those forests. So um, our goal is to remove some of those trees mechanically or with chainsaws and, um, you know, put those, that wood to good use if we can. And then uh, start reintroducing low severity fire into a lot of these forests. And I think that the only other important thing there is that that this isn't the case for all places. There are some places that you know have continued to experience fire. I would say some of the wilderness areas, but also ecosystem dependent. There's some forests probably in the Pacific Northwest that you know they might experience fire once every 500 years or 300 years. And we, we probably don't need to do a whole lot there with, with forest restoration or as much in those places. Right. Um, Is that usually because those trees are, I mean, those are, are older trees, right? That have, they have long life, life cycles and then they, they, their seeds grow up more slowly and yeah, they just, yeah. And they have a lot more moisture yeah. around them. And so the fire isn't a regular part of that ecosystem. Right. You might get a really dry year and, you know, some part of it burns, but it, probably stops at some point because it hits snow line or it gets, you know, it gets put out by rain or whatever the case is. 
but in in like Arizona, so I spent a lot of time in Flagstaff, Arizona, and they're the first experience fire every one to ten years. That's sort of the regular interval, and those trees can get really big as well, but they're adapted to that fire ecosystem. Right. Well, it's funny how nature does that. Yeah. <laughs> to, yeah. It figures out how it, to survive. It knows. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Well, well, a really important question to ask right now is what are your feelings on Smokey the Bear? Oh, this is cute. Oh, I mean, you know, um, personally, uh, have gone through, you know, some some tough times, but now <laughs> we're, we're in a good place. Okay, uh, good, 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 good. Yeah. Does he work in the office? Does or he work there at the National Forest Sunday? He's, he's just across the way, actually, oh, in okay. the Forest Service building. He got, right. You know, occasionally he'll come by. But yeah. um, okay, good. Yeah. Well, we I, just I, to raid the fridge. <laughs> of course, that makes sense. I mean, those yeah. bears. What those are you gonna bears. do? Uh, well, I had to do. ask because because uh, we, you know we love Smokey. <laughs> we grew up with Smokey the Bear, and there was this thing that we did last year. I think it was like you know there were some articles that were like Smokey the Bear ruined like the way people learned about the forest or whatever. And I was like, Hey, let's not pin this uh, we ripped into on the bear. Uh, like yeah. maybe it was the people behind the campaign that missed the, <laughs> yeah. the boat, but let's not just go after bears. So that's, I had to know. So you, you work alongside Smokey. So you know that, yeah. you know, he's doing his yeah. best. Where, right? Yeah. And, and, you know, I think he's, he's come a long ways as well. Like yeah. he's, he's getting educated. It's not like yeah. he's just a static, right. You know, um, marketing feature of forest right. service it's like he's you know he can get educated yeah yeah he's, it's what it's grown he's changed it's it's like you talked about you said at the beginning it was like don't burn anything don't let it burn right it was just yeah. it was just there wasn't enough of the um education and understanding of like what the system needed and so yeah. if if you start a program back when that message well yeah that's that was the heart and the spirit was like don't you can prevent forest fires right. but but smoky also now knows a lot more right so that's and, good and actually on that uh the, the topic is like, well i swear we'll talk about other things soon but on the forest fire, <laughs> forest no fire topic, no we're only doing forest fires <laughs> smoky the bear um so we, we're, we're in pasadena california so we're, we're up uh, i mean we have the the uh the San Gabriel Mountains here. We're looking at them right the now. Angeles National Forest, uh, mm-hmm. which, as you know, it's, it, lo- it loves to loves to burn these days. Oh. Yeah, um, you know, and 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 uh, this last one that we had a, we had a huge fire here last year, one of the biggest in, in memory, and uh, and that one I, I remember reading that they were actually what you were talking about is what they're doing. They're saying we're we're going to like we're going to contain it at a to a, at a certain point. But we actually want this one to burn. This is this is one where we're, we're gonna we're gonna let we're gonna let this one burn because it's been too long that there has been a fire like this, and there's a lot of acreage in here that hasn't had a fire. And it was interesting. Was that were were you like? Did you hear anything about this decision or how they came to that decision? Or was there? Well, you know, yeah. the first thing I'll say is you know the Forest Service they have they have some of the best experts in in this realm of like when is it good to allow that forest to burn and they're they're also keeping you know community safety top of mind right so they have to make that decision within a a very complex matrix um and so i don't envy that decision making process but it it is good to hear that they are letting some of those fires sort of burn out when they don't pose a risk um to uh to civilization or communities around there um, but yeah, so I, you know, I think that that's becoming a common trend that, that forests are saying, look, in order to get rid of some of this dead material, all the leaves and branches and dead trees, those, those fires kind of act like a big vacuum cleaner, right. you know, they, they, they go over, they go through the forest, they clean that all up, they turn it into smoke, which 
you know, isn't great for our air quality, but that's really the only way to, or, or one of the fastest ways to get it out of there. And that allows for regeneration, it recycles the nutrients. Um, and so, you know, that movement towards that, you're, you're seeing a lot of that in the forest service. That's pretty common. Um, yeah. But again, just to, uh, they, they have to make that sort of call with with people in mind and uh yeah. and yeah. well well and this is an important note to go out to our listeners uh, even though there is a required burn that we need to have this still does not validate your gender reveal <laughs> party with right. explosives in the forests okay See, that's so, where smokey's showing up and, yeah. and this is a bad idea this is know, a bad idea yeah, yeah. Get, yeah. get your cake that's where he has a role yeah, yes. get your cake and show in the kitchen if it's a you know it's a pink or blue cake or whatever you do there. But no more explosives in the forest to to say you're having a boy or girl, right? Yeah, that's I'm not it. aware of any cake ignitions, although candles can be. You know, that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah. cake. Yeah. There's no cake fires. That's not yeah. not yeah. bad. Well, just don't not do those. Don't do those candles that that don't blow out. Right. Like pick yeah. the candles that blow out, and that's safer. Those are fun for about thirty seconds, and then I'm already over it. Right. Any Anytime there's ever a candle on a cake that relights, I'm like, ha, 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 ha. and by the third blow, I'm like, I don't like this at all. So you're telling, me, want- to, you're telling me to stop doing that at your birthday every year? Is that what the, is that the hint? That by the way, I don't know why I just shared that with you. Cause now I know that every birthday I ever have knowing our friendship, you're going to make sure that I have candles. <laughs> why did I even, why do I ever get vulnerable with Noel about the things that I don't like? Cause he will do them now. Don't so. get vulnerable. It's with very Noel. sweet. It's very sweet that you yeah. make each other cakes. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> we do. We do. We care we very do. much for each other. We're very, 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 yeah. very, very close. Yeah, yeah. So, so anyway, we, now we can move on from from um, forest fires into some of the other th- aspects. Are you of, sure? Yeah, I think we should. We don't. We have a limited time with Spencer. Well, why? Let's just let's <laughs> just, just not let him do what else he has to do. Oh, his life. Okay. <laughs> Smokey's knocking on the door. Yeah. It's like we got to get to work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. No. Yes, we can move on, Jacob. What's yeah. what's 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 next on, yeah. the, on the topic? I, I I don't know. Yeah. I wanted well, to. So well, you, you, I'll, we, we I'll talk you. a little bit more about what we do. So yes. one of the big programs that we that you guys might be familiar with is our 50 million tree planting campaign. So we made a commitment to plant 50 million trees on national forest lands. Um, I think we're about uh, a quarter of the way through that goal. And so we, you know, every year we're we're going out and getting more commitments from individuals, corporations, um, folks like your listeners, um, you know, to to basically a dollar plants a tree. So if you want to plant one tree, you can donate us a dollar. If you want to plant a hundred, uh, give us a hundred bucks, bucks. And, so, and they'll go out and we'll plant those trees the following year. And so that's a really big part of, you know, protecting uh, our forests for their carbon sequestration ability as well, is that after those fires, if the trees aren't going to come back naturally in some places, we got to go out there and, and replant. Help it along. And, and, and so that's, um yeah, that's a big part of what we do. It's a great way for people to be involved. You can get, you know, involved at any level, really. Um, and so, you know, we do hundred or we do a million dollar donations from from certain partners, and we do two dollar donations. So it's it's really a full spectrum. Um, where where can our uh, where can our audience uh, donate? How can they how can they find? Yeah, you? you can you can go to nationalforest.org, um, and that's our website, and um, that's one of the first things that pops up there is is our tree planting campaign. So 
Um, We're big fans of that. We're big fans of planting. We love planting trees. We love counting. We love counting trees. How many trees have been planted? Yes. Our our foundation that we created is called the Johnny Appleseed Foundation. And what we do is we just count. It's not a real foundation. It's not a real foundation. It's in our mind. It's in our hearts. Yeah, Yeah, it probably does. Yeah, well, dang it. Dang it. We have one also. I bought the the domain for no (laughs) reason. Johnny Appleseed 2. Yeah, Johnny Appleseed 2. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, yeah. It's more of a personal foundation. We personally feel it's important to count the trees. Yeah. Our job is to count how many trees are being planted yes. and so you guys are doing 50 million so boom we'll 50 that, million we'll on the put tally that on the whiteboard yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. let's make it a race i mean yeah, that, yeah, that right. always helps uh competition always helps us get there faster yeah, yeah. Absolutely. absolutely that's that that's human nature right that you're competing yeah. we need to make environmentalism more competitive yes you know like make it a thing where people you know american ninja warrior planting edition absolutely yeah. you know? <laughs> absolutely that's right. is that even a show you plant yeah. There's, there's a show called American I know, Ninja but is Warrior. It, is it still on the air? Yes. I feel absolutely. like I'm kind of. No, there's still, there's, there's still, still there are still people doing, doing Ninja Warrior Ninja Warrior stuff okay. trying to get through. And okay. if we put them in a national forest, we should put them in a national forest. The, now they don't have to. Now they have actually got to deal with what's just there. <laughs> just there. You don't invent something. It's like this is a forest. Get from this to that without touching the ground. And there's a bear. And there's a bear. And it might be smoky. <laughs> <laughs> or just a giant grizzly. Or just a giant yeah. grizzly. Bear. Survive. Yeah. Survive. Yeah. Uh, I love it. No, so, so I noticed in your, in your title, I heard the word. I think fi, was it finance. I think I yeah, heard. Yeah. So what's yeah. what's, uh, what's that? So I have I have no finance background, but awesome. Uh, we are you know we are looking for ways to to basically uh, bring more funding uh, to the projects that we're doing, and and finance can actually be an important part of that. So if we get uh, a lot of our restoration projects, like we can go out and find entities that are willing to donate to the work that we're doing yeah. but but they might not be able to give us the you know five million dollar check on a big cardboard check that we could take to the bank that right. day right. Right? right so so we but we do want to get this work done as quick as possible so we we are exploring different ways to finance the work and basically borrow against um, commitments that we have from our funders to say yeah. okay we need five million dollars for this project. We're going to go get all the contractors lined up. We're going to go, you know, work with the Forest Service, make sure the project's ready to roll. And then we're going to press play. And in a year or two years, we're going to get that project done. Well, you know, we need that upfront capital to pay the contractors. Otherwise, sure. they, they stop showing up to work. Yeah. Uh, is, it makes it hard to get work done. Sure. So, um, so we borrow that money and then we can pay it back working with our funders as they make, you know, the, the sort of rolling payments. Um, to us, and then we turn around and pay that that back. So it's it's as simple as sort of like a a car loan or a home loan, but we're doing restoration work with it. So that that's sort of how I justify it or explain it. That's yeah. terrific. Wow. So that's so you, so you have some like uh, some some like math problem. I got I've got to fill out paperwork and I've got to figure it out. like your job cannot. I, it's not always yeah. hanging out with smoky. I have a rolling ping-pong. spreadsheet. Yeah. I you know yeah. Excel. Uh, I'm not even like a master at Excel. I just you know I, I understand a formula or two and have yeah. that. Yeah, isn't that the hilarious thing about Excel though? Uh, like you, you get Excel and you're like, well, I have to do this thing, and then you 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 go through it and you find out and you're like, I made a wow, <laughs> yeah, I did that, <laughs> yeah. 
It's a, it's a funny program that way. I've Sorry, never, app. I've that never way. enjoyed Excel ever in my life, ever. Well, I don't think the point of Excel is to enjoy Excel. I think that no. the point of Excel <laughs> is to is to get the answer at the end of your thousand lines of you're like, well, this plus this means that, and then it, I can't. I think about how many times I put together useless equations that if I knew more Excel, I could just turn into one, you know. Yeah, just thing. one little, you know, yeah. the you know the one that always trips me up is the dollar sign. Yeah. By the you know like the cell number and it holds it constant and yeah. I always I'm always like is this a, a number or a, a money value or you know so yeah. I get yeah. confused easily but um but yeah so that that program is you know a new part of our organization and we're working with the Forest Service and the U.S. Endowment for Forestry and Communities to um, to explore more of these ideas. And so yeah. I help run a grant program called the Innovative Finance for National Forest okay. Program. And so we are offering grants to folks that have good ideas, ways of bringing in um, new money from private or public entities that can help us do more work on national forest system lands and use those finance models to kind of accelerate the pace of that work. So. Um, you know, we're really excited to, we're actually in our second round of grants right now. Um, I think that closes on June 30th. And so yeah. we've, we've been getting hundreds of, of inquiries about that program, which is really cool to see all this like innovation and startup energy sort of coming across over into our national forest where they're saying, you know, we can provide some of these solutions. Um, you know, I've started, you know, hearing, hearing words like, tech fin, which I, you know, wasn't, or fintech, or, you know, yeah, I, I don't sure. even know how to say it. So that's, you know, how <laughs> new I am to it. Um, but, you know, we're, we're starting to see that in our realm, which is great, because I think those solutions are really needed for the scale and level of work that we're talking about. I mean, there's 80 million acres that need restoration. And, you know, the average cost of restoration per acre is $1,000. And so, you know, quick math in my Excel, you know, that's, that's $80 billion of, of need that we have. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's huge. And we, we need these, you know, smart folks coming, uh, coming to work on, on problems on public lands because it benefits everyone. Yeah. Hey, before you know it, all this this fintech stuff, you're going to have your own uh, forest coin, your your own crypto, I, uh, yeah. where, where you guys are Maybe that's what we backed do. by real trees. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Well, Just little wood chips or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, the, I'd like the to wooden s- tokens from like uh, Chuck E. Cheese. I don't. Yeah. 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 I'd like to suggest that because we have some stickers, we get a head start. That's what I'd say. Since we have yeah. the you know stickers, yeah. we get yeah. we get an well, early you can, entry. You can exchange your wooden tokens for stickers. That's Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Those stickers are actually more like NFT. Oh, uh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. okay. They're, they're non non fungible, non fungus tokens because yeah, that's, that's a tree fungus. <laughs> that's correct. No, I I, I was going to say there's got to be and and tell me if if this is true. There's got to be an an uptick in in people wanting to get involved and plant trees there, over the past few years alone. Because my son loves this YouTuber named Mr. Beast, and Mr. Beast is like the Robin Hood of young people online. You know, he gives money away all the time. But one of the things he did was this planting trees initiative. And when you see, you know, 12, 13 year olds watching YouTube getting excited about this guy on YouTube planting trees, I was like, that's gotta have, you know, a domino effect in just the cultural idea of how important it is. Have you seen that? over the past few years yeah definitely i mean i think i think this generation this next generation of uh what are they zoomers now yeah, yeah. i think it's zoomers um, yeah um, 
you know, they're they're really attuned to climate change. They've they've sort of grown up with it. It's you don't have to have that argument of is it happening with them? Like right. I think yeah. they get it. You know, the science is is there for them. Um, and so yeah, I mean, there's a ton of interest from you know young folks, but also you know we're seeing a lot more interest from our, our corporate partners, um, individuals of of all ages. You know, are, awesome. are kind of getting that message. And I think. Unfortunately, I think it's, you know, some of the catastrophes that we see that drive that, right? The, the wildfire yeah. seasons, all, you know, we always see an uptick in interest following those. But, you know, our goal is to kind of smooth that curve and sustain it and, and just get people to, to kind of give whenever and, and, um, and hopefully, you know, get out and enjoy the benefits of, of those donations that they're making. I mean, it could be right in your backyard that, that you're planting those trees for yourself, but then you could plant on national forest lands as well and, and know that that's helping the watershed. The water that you drink is coming from those forests and is cleaner because of it. So yeah. there's, there's lots of reasons to do it. Um, carbon is just one of them. You know, wildlife habitat, the water, the, the recreation opportunities. So there's lots of ways to do it. The, the problem is that it, it is hard to like, you know, you're talking about the NFTs, like the, the whole idea behind that is like to put, you know, some boundaries around it and say, oh, this is mine. It's hard to do that on public lands, right? right? All those benefits sure. that we that we appreciate, it's hard to put a boundary around it. And, and it's not really appropriate to in all cases. Right. But then how do we, you know, how do we get people interested in, in providing resources to protect or, or enhance those uh, ecosystems? And, and it's a fun challenge. For all of us, but um, it's really, you know, it's it's something that that I've dug into in my career and actually really like. Yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully, we're helping you today. I mean, if you're yeah. listening to the show, I mean, that that's this. They they are they are your they are your forests, right? Yeah. Like, so you're, you're, when you when you when you donate and you help out, you're putting money really into. Yeah. Yes, we share it with with the rest of you know the rest of the people who live here, but. It's ours. There's plenty yeah. of it. There's enough out there that you can go out and find a tree of your own to go hang out with if you want yeah. for a while. Yeah. I mean, there's, yeah. there's, there's a lot of forest out there. So, yeah, it's, I, I, it's funny that you say that. It's like the, that, that, that uh, feeling sometimes where, where when something is, is, you know, like community property, that it's nobody's property. But, you know, you can, you can, it, it is yours. If it's community yep. property, that, it, it's, it's yours. Yeah, you share it, but it's yours. It's, it's everyone's yeah. responsibility as well. So, yeah. yeah. Well, this is a good segue kind of into um, the National Forest Week that, you know, that's it's a few weeks out. This episode will air, you know, in an upcoming week or so. Um, but, you know, it's I think it's July 12th through the 18th. Right. That's the National Forest Week. That's what I have on my calendar. Yeah, yeah that's what I, I looked it up before so unless here. Unless Smokey changes it, unless Smokey adjusts things, but yeah. it, but that's a that's kind of a week where uh, there's a lot of activities and things going on to get people involved and get them active and get them, uh, you know, going to check out and donate and and whatnot. Correct. Exactly. Yeah, and it's you know it's a great time to celebrate and be yeah. outside and you know to to visit the website and then find the national forest near you and and go go check it out or Get involved. If the national forest up. isn't nearby a state park so uh-huh. I mean, you guys can go up to the San Bernardino or uh-huh. Angeles National Forest um you know I think it's easier for us in the west to to be able to go sure. find that place but right. um you know National Forest Week is you know it's a lot of it's online now and so there's um, you know, there's activities that you can participate in virtually, um, but there will be some on the ground stuff where we're 
in Missoula, we're doing, uh, I think, a trail day here in Missoula. And so there's, nice. you know, lots of opportunities to start your own little event and, and celebrate National Forest that way. So good way to recognize, you know, one of our greatest assets. Yeah, that's what we'll do. We'll put on our finest pantsuits. We will, and we'll, we'll go on the forest. We'll go to the forest, and okay. we'll have a forest day. Okay, I and love we'll, it. And we'll yeah, do a little video, do your podcast. Yeah. I love it. Let's I love do it. a podcast live. Wouldn't it be from the forest? Wouldn't it be so cool to do one of those though? Like yes. the chairs, like sitting out in the middle of the woods. That would be so great. I can't. I cannot think of a single reason why we wouldn't do that. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Finest uh, pantsuit, Jacob. The finest, finest. Finest oh pa- isn't it a pa- like a pantsuit's like for ladies, isn't it? A pantsuit is for ladies. Because like there's a skirt suit and there's a pantsuit. Pantsuit. So yeah, let's put on like, our finest. Okay. And let's get out there. You got it. Like the, be- like the beautiful ladies that we are. And let's go show off the forest and do a podcast live. I love it. From we, the forest. We have some beautiful forests. We yeah. have great forests. I, I, yeah. We'll make we're, an event of it. We're a little spoiled. Like you said, on the West, it's, it is it is nice because, you know, there are a lot of places that you can go and really uh, get immersed in it. So, yeah. 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 Is there anything that uh, that we wanted to touch on? Because I know we've we've kind of kept you here for a little bit already, but I wanted to see if there was anything that before we wrap things up that you wanted to make sure we addressed or or things that people should know or do um, kind of uh, at the end of the show here. Yeah, um, I guess the only other thing that that I selfishly you know like talking about is is the carbon piece of it. I mean, yeah, I please, please, all the time in in our work, we get requests about you know, what's the carbon benefit of tree planting. Um, we, we get asked for offsets all the time. And, and um, I just want to assure the audience that it is something that we're working on. We currently can't offer carbon offsets and that's due to some of the regulatory complexity around transferring something from the public domain to the private domain. But, you know, there may be, you know, solutions for that. And so we're looking into some of that and working with partners. There's, there's uh, gotta be a way, like, even if it's, even if it's like a, like a tax credit or something, like there's gotta be some, some way, because you figure if it's okay, it's public land, you're transferring back to the public. But if there was some, like, I'm thinking like a tax credit or something for like, even, even that would be, would be worthwhile because then it comes back to what you're giving. And I don't know. There's got to be. I believe in you. The <laughs> great, well, <laughs> the smarter people than I will, will figure out the solution. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The annoying one calling. Yeah, for yeah. But, but um, you know, the, the other piece is that by planting trees, you don't need the carbon offset to tell you that that's sequestering carbon. Exactly. It's yeah. it's happening quietly in the background, right? So you get yeah. that tree in the ground, and the next hundred years, that tree is going to grow and and pull carbon out of the air and. Um, that's what we need. So what's great is that the forests do that already. I mean, they're, they account for 15% of our emissions um, every year. So they take 15% of the emissions we put in the air and put it into to wood products or phytus or whatever leaves. Right. Um, and so, uh, you know, I think it's really important that we protect that part of it and then enhance it with, you know, restoration yeah. and tree planting and and you can, we, we do calculate some of those benefits um, for folks. So we, we have just a real easy estimator. And we say every tree we plant is about a half a ton of carbon sequestered over the life of that tree. Um, right. And wow. so that's a good way for people to kind of do the math in their head. That's that's your Excel spreadsheet half. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, calculate how many trees you want to donate and then divide it in half and that's how much carbon you're, you're pulling out of the atmosphere. Well, the other great thing about trees is you can, you can actually literally see it happening, right? Because I think people have like this, 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 I remember when I was really little, 
my my imagination of like a tree turning you know turning carbon dioxide oxygen back that, that literally it was just like breathing it in which to some degree they do but when it comes to carbon like you the tree growing going from like a tiny sapling up into something bigger as you watch it grow it's literally it's made of carbon it Absolutely. is it is building yep. itself out of the, the 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 very stuff we're trying to pull out of the air. So the bigger it gets, and the more leaves it has, and the, like the, and the larger it looks, the more carbon is now the tree and not exactly. out in the air. So you can actually see it happen by visiting the forest, and you can yep. go, you can look at you can look at a little tree and watch it grow and be like, hey, look at all that carbon I just sequestered by exactly. planting that tree. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That rules. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, and and you know we hear a lot about like cool new solutions for, for pulling carbon out of the atmosphere with, um, you know, lots of different technology <laughs> yeah. solutions. And this is like the OG. This yes. Is, you know, um, this is how it's been happening for millennia. So, yeah, um, yeah pretty, pretty incredible. We don't really have to improve upon that technology a whole lot. Just just have more of it. Yeah, exactly. More more of that. And then and then we just keep keep on this job of, of, uh, of cutting back what we're uh, what we're yeah. doing, how much energy exactly. we're, we're, we're using and, and, and how much uh, we're consuming and how much know. we're, how much bad energy we're creating. And let's, yeah. you know, we'll, it will, we will get there. That is one thing that we've determined on the show and, uh, and we're going to keep, keep fighting to get there. It's and up it's, to us. It's happening, we're Jacob. going to solve it's it. It's happening. It's happening. Yes. Have you heard of those before we go? Have you heard of those tree dart things? I saw a video a little while ago, which was like, there was this, there was this technology where they were out and they would, they would like by drone launch these tree darts into the ground and then they would fire down and then they can plant like 10,000 trees, trees in a day or something like that. Have you seen that? that? I haven't seen the dart, but we just talked to folks from, I think it's drone seed and they are taking the drones and they have puck, what they call pucks, pucks and they drop yeah. like, you know, thousands yeah. of these pucks. Um, so yeah, there's, I mean, that's one of those, you know, tech crossover things. Yeah. Where, you know, they aren't getting into those areas that are hard to reach. So it's great to see that sort of innovation happening all over. Yeah. That's exactly the kind of stuff you guys are talking about with the grants and, you know, yep. technology and ideas to help us figure out how we can do this and how we can be efficient at doing it. So exactly. anyway, super cool stuff. It was so great to have you on the show. Thank you for joining Spencer, us. Spencer, we loved it. It was great really to meet awesome. you. Yeah, yeah, thanks for the invite. And uh, I look forward to more of these biofriendly episodes from y'all. You guys are doing great stuff. Uh, yeah. Absolutely, and we're we're uh, we'd love to have you back sometime too. We'll try to have you back closer to uh, you know to to it you know probably to your to your big week. Probably not this year because we're so close, but yeah. next year, yeah. next year, or something you know, so like that. so we can you know maybe we'll have you come to our remote where we're where we're sitting. You know, yeah, sitting we'll, we'll, we'll or we'll go to Montana. We'll go to Montana. Yeah. We'll visit. Your on, let's, it's a great time of year. Let's go see National Forest Foundation headquarters and let's jam up there, dude. Maybe we can get Smokey to join. We us. could get Smokey yeah. at the party. That would be I would be starstruck. <laughs> That'd be incredible. You better love, put in a call. Oh, no, he's yeah. Oh, he's you're right. He is a busy it's bear. He's the top guy. He is the guy. He's as big as it gets. He's yeah. as big as it gets. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, yeah. <laughs> he's huge. He's a bear. He's huge. Yeah. Well, uh, Spencer Plum, this has been awesome. So please, we'll we'll link all the resources and 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 uh, how you can read up more about National Forest Week and National Forest Foundation, and you can donate and get involved. And uh, we really want to just keep a friendship with your organization, so we can keep uh, you know educating patches. Yeah, collecting really reasons. Okay, yeah. fine. You outed yeah. me. I yeah. want to collect yeah. all the patches. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. we'll, we'll, get, we'll get more stickers in the mail to you guys. Oh, that would be man. terrific. Thank goodness. I really yeah. appreciate the time and, and the opportunity to talk with you today. Thanks so much. That Thanks so much, great. Spencer. Thanks, Spencer. Take care. We'll Take see care. you next time. Bye. 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 Awesome.
Uh, do we, so we'll do our uh, our tags, I guess, huh? Is it time to do our No, ta- our, we're just yeah. going to sit here and talk about how okay, we're going to go out the forest. Let's just talk about the forest. Well, we don't have a forest, lease forest, here today. We don't. Uh-huh. Oh, we're going to go NPR mode? Okay. That was, uh, that was a delightful conversation we had with Spencer, Spencer Plum. Discuss trees and you know, want, sequestration. You want, I the wanted, events that get people to come out to the trees. I wanted to ask him Planting. if he had gotten his doctorate, because then I could call him Professor Plum. Professor Plum. <laughs> Do you have to be a doctor to be a professor? I guess you do. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna yeah. say if you're just a badass teacher, <laughs> you start calling you professor. You know, it's like when you when you're ninja style and te- when you're yeah, so good, yeah, so good at teaching, professor. Like everybody around you just ha- can't help professor. but learn. They start calling you the professor. Yeah, that's yeah. a cool nickname. Would yeah. you like me to start calling you the professor? No, oh, I could. I never. I couldn't. I couldn't. Could, I haven't earned it. My brother is, in fact. A professor. Yeah, I think you're a professor uh, if you teach at a college, right? Yes. Isn't that well, the, the official? A, but he has his doctorate, so he's a doctor. No, I know, but you can't teach at a college unless you're... R- almost? No. No. You can, can teach at a college without a doctorate. Really? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. So name, he's, name one. I, I'm pretty sure... Because I think he taught at one before he had his doctorate. <laughs> He got his doctor while he was in college. Charge yeah. Carl Landberg. <laughs> Carl Landberg University will allow non-doctorate. No, both both my, both my mother and my brother are both professors. But I think you do have to have a doctor. I could be wrong about this. I'm, call now. Call now. I, they, they this could, is why maybe, we need a I'm live. Just thinking, I'm just you know I'm, I usually they are right because you yeah. have doctors of English, doctors yeah. of mathematics, yeah. doctors. Of, I think I think I think you have to be. I think you got to be a doctor and you got to be teaching at a university yeah. to be a professor. Yeah, I think you're. I think you're right. We don't don't know what we're talking about. I don't know. I definitely am not the one in the family that got the doctorate, okay? That wasn't my path at all. <laughs> I could have majored in 90s alternative. That's about all I could yeah. uh, major in. I well, guess, here's so. how we know, actually. I've, I figured it out. This is how we know. Why? Because Professor Jones was an archaeologist yes. and was a doctor. He was Dr. a doctor. Jones. Dr. And if Jones. That, that obviously is all. That, that's, it all links back to Indiana Jones, Now we dude. know. Yeah. Now we know. It all does. Now we can, if with certainty, we know that <laughs> you've got to be a doctor. With certainty. And you're teaching at a university. Well, we missed having Elise today to keep us, you know, on track and be able to tell us what the tags are. So we're going to do our best to close this out with our tags. Okay. okay? Right. We are your beacon of light in a gloomy environment. Carefully avoiding neonicotinoids. We are the Siegfried and Roy and Meryl Streep of podcasts. This show is a joke. Never believe. <laughs> Step one. Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's that's the one. You got it finally. Yeah. You got it. Do you know why I said that? It actually why? relates because why? he's in in uh, Batman and Robin. He uh-huh. says, "Chill out, chill out." <laughs> yeah, step right. one is chill out. Oh, so it did tie. See, it did I tie. did remember. I just did yeah. it all fancy. Oh my gosh, chill out. I love it. I love it. Uh, chill out. Um, after that one comes uh, spilling the teeth since 2019. Right, I'm there. I think that's it. I think that's it. And then, yeah. uh, do I have one? I don't think so. Don't mess with Smokey on don't the show. Don't mess with Smokey. That was last year. Nah, it was last year. That was, was, last last year. But it, was a, it was a good throwback for the 2020. Throwback. Way to go, professor. <laughs> I think you can call yourself professor <laughs> if you're a DJ or a hip-hop artist. I yeah. think you can be like, yeah, I'm the I professor. I think people call themselves doctor and professor if they're like an entertainer and they're yeah. trying to say like, yeah. I'm, I'm not, like yeah. not a real, yeah. Yeah, not a real doctor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cedric the entertainer. Yes. You just throw whatever titles you want yes. at the end of your, your name. That's yes. what's so great about entertainment. So you can just make stuff up. Right. Well, like Bill Nye, the science guy, <laughs> he's, he's, he's not a doctor. He's just a teacher. He's just yeah. a guy who yeah. teaches you to love science. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But people assume. Yeah. So, so, so we could start. So by that default, you could come up with something that you call yourself that rhymes with your last name. Mm. 
Because he's Bill Nye, the science guy. Ah. So I could be like Jacob Givens, the Snivens. <laughs> I don't even. The, the environmental Snivens. The environmental Snivens. What about Carol? Noel, Noel Carol, Carol lives in a barrel. Lives in a barrel. Noel Carol. The, <laughs> the guy in a barrel. Noel Carol is dressed in a barrel. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like you what, those one of those suspenders. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like the barrel classic. that's got the, Yes. Classic. Uh, classic costume. Noel Carol lives in a barrel. Well, I love yeah, it. That's that's it. Well, thank. Oh, you're calling now. Okay, so that's our cue to go. Uh, we'll see you next time. Cheerio. And Elise would go. Bye. Bye. It's the Biofriendly Podcast. It's the Biofriendly Podcast.